0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. I am your host Keith Cork and I'm here to cover a seven game main slate for you on this Sunday because you know you're watching basketball instead of football anyways. (laughs) Uh, I'll be watching both but Let's get right to it. Um, gonna try plow through these here because I got a couple other things to knock out here. So Miami at San Antonio Spurs. Um, <clears throat> you know, not <clears throat> excuse me, not a whole lot. Uh, that I like in this game, honestly, with the pricing and everything like that. Obviously, without Tyler Hero, we've seen the Miami Heat lean on. Uh, some guys here, Kyle Lowry and and Josh Richardson, six thousand and five thousand for those guys. Um, you know, with Highsmith also getting into rotation a little bit here, and Highsmith would probably be the guy at four thousand two hundred that I'd go with if you really want to roster somebody on Miami, but I really don't think you have to. Um, I do think this is one of those games you can definitely fade. Uh, let's see here if I can get the total. <clears throat> Excuse me, 221.5 is the total of that game, which makes it the third lowest on the slate. Well, third lowest of the day. Uh, sorry, fourth lowest of the day. Uh, the Timberwolves and, and Golden State Warriors are under that for some reason. Actually, Trailblazers and Lakers are under that as well. So it's actually not a bad game total. Probably about right in the middle here. But I'm not super into playing, uh, like I said, any of these guys. They're just not jumping out to me. I think Haywood Heisman is the one guy I would, I would look at there. All right. Detroit at Chicago. There are definitely some fellas here, <clears throat> excuse me, on the Chicago side that I am looking at. Forgive me. We do have some sore throats going out in my family, so I'm trying my best to work through that. Uh, on the Chicago side, I do like me some Zach Levine at 7,500 here. Uh, he's the one, you know, is 7,300 and DeRozan 7,200. I think a lot of people will probably end up with DeRozan, which I can't blame you. But Levine's the guy that's got really got the big game capability this season. I just I've rostered Rosen a few times in, always disappointed uh, with the results so far and his usage. The Bulls are not going to the ISO with him very much anymore, so I just don't know if this season he's going to have that upside that he had last season, uh, at least for DFS purposes. Uh, Caruso is questionable. I'm not. I mean, there's really nothing there that I like. Uh, in lieu of that. Patrick Williams also, Um, I think he's probable for this game. So, not super concerned there. Um, So, yeah, Zach Levine at 7,500 is what I'm looking at here. I'm also looking at Kobe White at 5,100. Kobe's had a big role in this offense so far this season. There's no reason that should change. I don't really think Detroit is a good defensive team by any means. So... I could like to, to rock with some uh, some Kobe White for sure. Uh, Bulls are favored by seven and a half points. That's a two seventeen point five game total there, so that's actually on the lower end. <laughs> but I do think you know, in general, the Bulls' offense has been slept on this season, and I'm not saying that just as a Bulls fan. I just you know, just the numbers that we have seen, and then the reality that we have seen with the with what's going on, uh, haven't quite matched just yet, in my opinion. So I'm not overly concerned. Uh, if you want to go on the Detroit side, there are a couple guys I definitely, uh, you know, was looking at. I mean, Officer Thompson just continues to roll at 7,100. Don't think you need to go to him on a seven-game slate, but I don't really mind that price tag. Honestly, it's pretty fair. Uh, Jalen Duran's out, so of course you've got Mar- Marvin Bagley the third at 4,900 or James Wiseman at 3,300. I just can't trust those guys at this point. I don't think we should. <clears throat> it's it's uh, getting difficult to do that. We did see Amude, uh, Stanley Amude, uh, entered the lineup last game for 17 minutes. Uh, just something to keep your eye on. I don't think even that you can trust either. So it's not something I'm going out of my way to do. So uh, the pricing here is a little prohibitive, prohibitive in my opinion. But there are still some nice players there that you can go to in a big GPP a tournament. Dallas at New Orleans. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, didn't end up with any of these guys in my uh, initial lineup here. And of course, this will change up until lock. Get the $5 DFS pass uh, from sportsethos.com to continue to follow along and see how we uh, change our lineups up until lock based on the new information. Um, Dallas. Yeah, if you want to go to Luca, I, I can't, you know, 11.8 is as pricey. I can't fault you there. Um, sure, fine. No big deal, right? Um, And and I mean, beyond Luca and Kyrie, can you really even trust anybody here to to contribute at their price tags? I mean, Derek Lively was a guy that we were rostering, but now he's fifty one hundred. Grant Williams has been predictably quiet last two games. He's forty seven hundred. I just don't know if we can trust any of those guys at those price tags. On the New Orleans side, I did end up with him on FanDuel, not, not here in DraftKings, but Zion Williamson at 8,800 does stick out to me because uh, they don't have CG McCollum. They're going to play without a point card, he's going to be point forward for them. <clears throat> so I do think, you know, if you want a, a nice uh, pivot play, I guess, or a nice play for, for tournaments. Zion Williamson would probably be my guy that I would spend up on there, eighty eight hundred. That's really not that expensive, and he does have the ability to have really big games. And I think the assists are going to be high, <clears throat> being against Dallas. I think you know the points could be high as well. He could get some easy dunks. So I'd, I'd be looking at him there. Uh, Herbert Jones is questionable here. Uh, you know, without him, we could see some Dyson Daniels step into the lineup at fifty three hundred. That's I mean, he played 41 minutes last game, but that's just... Dyson Daniels doesn't do it for me. In fantasy, the stat lines just aren't there. Um, he's good, you know, probably a decent real-life player, hopefully, at some point in his career. I'm not looking to go to Matt Ryan. <laughs> I'm just not. Sorry. Uh, we've been seeing Seabron get into the uh, to the mix a little bit. Don't like him either. So, really, that's, that's, as, that's as far as I'll go. I'll go Zion Williamson. Uh, I mean, if you want to go B.I., Sure, I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Jonas also sixty one hundred probably Somebody you could consider for sure, but he's hard to trust as well. So uh, Zion's really my top play from that game there. Denver at Houston, I love me a lot of these Denver Nuggets, and uh, you know, sorry Houston fans, I just don't. I'm not going to buy just yet that the Houston Rockets are good on defense. I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Jokic is twelve thousand though, so I don't think I'm going to get there. Excuse me, because I do want to roster some of these mid-range guys. Um, But one of the guys that does stand up to me is Reggie Jackson at 5,500. That's just too low. Given the fact that he's going to be locked into a 30-plus minute role uh, with this team. Because there is no Jamal Murray. Uh, Had 20 points and 6 assists. And just 2 rebounds in the last one. No steals or anything like that. So... You know, if the defensive stats come, I mean, I think you're looking at probably 18 to 20 points. You're probably looking at, you know, five, six, seven assists. And hopefully you can get, you know, two or three steals as well. And now you're talking about potentially a, a 40, you know, near 40 point DK game at 5,500. I just don't see anyone else in that range that I feel as comfortable about locking into my lineups there. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. at 6,700. Definitely in your player pool should be. Uh, he is picking up the scoring slack without Jamal Murray there. So he's somebody that you should definitely be considering. Uh, on the Houston side, Fade elfburn <laughs> uh, No, I mean, I think it'll be fine, but he could get into foul trouble playing against uh, Jokic, obviously. and um, Just not a great matchup. So I don't, I'm not playing in the elfburn even though he has been on fire to start this season. You guys know my thoughts on him. And so far, so far, he has proven me absolutely wrong, but I'm still not going to him here. Uh, Jamari Smith Jr. at 5,800 always sticks out to me. He's just um, I just love his his upside. I think he's got that upside with the blocking shots and the three point shot uh, to have a big game. So if you're looking for a big game, so if you're in a tournament, he's somebody I would definitely be looking at as well. OKC at Phoenix. We only have three more games here, guys. OKC at Phoenix. OKC side. Um, you know, I <laughs> I'm not looking at uh, anyone specifically here. No one really jumps out. Obviously, Shea Gills Alexander 10-6. If you want to spin up to those top guys, that's probably the guy I would go with. Uh, I Well, we, we do also have Steph Curry, so it, I, I guarantee Curry will be mo, more highly owned than Shea Gildas Alexander. So there's a little bit of an edge for you because I don't think a lot of people are going to have him. The Suns are not a good defensive team. They are starting, um, what's his name, Keita Bates-Diap to try to combat their lack of defense uh, on the perimeter. And I just, you know, you got barely the deal out there <laughs> with a bad back. So I think do think Shea's a, a pretty decent play here. Jalen Williams at sixty three hundred, also a decent play in my opinion. Uh, and then you hop over to the other side on Phoenix, and uh, you know I think you definitely have to lock in Bradley Beal sixty eight hundred. He just had a really good game. Um, you know, not in love with, uh, not in love with with him in general, but at sixty eight hundred, that you know, with with no no Devin Booker. And the Suns needing scoring. He had 17 shot attempts in the last one. I think he'll be highly owned here. His price tag fell for some reason. I, I rostered him at that 7,000 price tag. And now he's only 6,800. And uh, I think we'd expect a similar game here. at 60 key points in the last one. And, um, you know, similar game here, I think. And he has the upside there to, uh, you know, have more. So... I do like him. I like Grayson Allen at 5,700. I think on Fandle, he's even just 5,000, which is even better uh, over there. But on DK we'll stick with. Um, Seems to still have a pretty solid role in the offense. Obviously, just had that big 51.5 DK point game against Chicago where he hit a bunch of threes. Uh, he can do that any given game, but uh, he's getting the assists and the rebounds also, so there's a nice floor there as well. So I do like me some Grayson Allen at 5700, even though I hate the look of his face, and the cut of his jib. Yeah, I do want to punch him. <laughs> uh, Eric Gordon at uh, 5200 is also questionable, which makes this uh, an even better you know potential play if he does sit. Should be some additional minutes there for Grayson Allen. And Josh Okie might get in and get back in as well, but I'm not playing Josh Okie. I'm done with that. If you want to play somebody a little cheaper, I think it's probably Goodwin that you go with. Um, but he's been out of the rotation. But you know, if he can get up to the 20 plus minute mark, um, he might be able to hit 25 DK points for you, like 4,300 or 4,400 there, uh, which is pretty decent. But I don't think you can trust it. If we hear Gordon's out, that might be a direction I go, though. All right, Minnesota Timberwolves. We do have uh, Anthony Edwards questionable in this one, so that's a big thing to keep our eye on. Uh, we also have Nas Reed questionable here as well. If Ant-Man can't go, um, I think you definitely need to lock in uh, Jade McDaniels. And I know I've been saying his name all season, and he hasn't really stepped up for us just yet by but... When there's a bunch of usage that's going to open up, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns at 8,000, that's where everyone's going to go. And I have no problem with that play either. I think that's a fine play, especially against the Warriors who, uh, you know, lack size. But Jaden McDaniels is going to be the pivot. And I do think that he's going to be in role, line for a bigger offensive role at 4,600. Uh, I do think that I'm going to have quite a bit of him because I do see him being able to score, you know, 20 real life points. Um,. And get some, hopefully some steals and some blocks, which have been missing the season so far. I know it because I have my in fantasy. He had two steals last game, but they really haven't been enormous. And, uh, you know, grab some boards, grab some assists. I, w- I would love for him to hit, you know, the 30 DK point mark for us at 4,600, which I think is definitely possible without Anthony Edwards in the lineup. Um. Nikhil Alexander-Walker or Sheikh Milton would be the guys that would probably step up as well to fill up some of that offensive, uh, you know, role there. And between those two guys, um, I mean, good, good luck trying to decide. I think either of those guys is probably a fine play. I would stack them. One of them likely to go off if there's no Anthony Richardson. Uh, Anthony Edwards, sorry. Well, Anthony Richardson, Anthony Edwards. Um, I'm in football mode. mode. Uh, but, uh, yeah, one of those two guys is probably a worthy selection just good luck guessing which one uh the golden state warriors steph curry like i said i think you'll probably be pretty highly owned 10-1 it is a back-to-back for these guys so you know maybe we're going to get something on of the pipeline closer to tip that Thompson sitting or chris paul sitting or, or anything like that which will open up some value i'm not in love with any of the guys right now and what their value is if some of those guys do sit uh, I've got some interesting guys, you know, like uh, maybe a Gary Payton the second down at 4,000 or Moses Moody at 3,900 Camin uh, at 4,800 uh, You know, if they decide to hit a few guys, those are kind of guys that we would be looking at um, But right now and Trace Jackson Davis continues to impress me in his permanent abilities, so uh, Maybe in big tournaments, that's somebody i look at as well, but we'd have to wait until we get that that information, obviously Portland at Los Angeles Portland down several bodies um key bodies and not really looking to win basketball games so hard to trust I think a lot of people are going to be on Skylar Mays at 5400 after a big big blow up game I will not be so if it burns me it burns me I don't trust that Skylar Mays has edited him consistently you know he did have a, a good end of season last season. I get it. Um, silly season hero. I don't trust that. I just don't trust it. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, though at 7,200, does stick out to me as a pretty nice play. I had him in my original lineup. I had to drop him down to uh, Yusuf Nurkic at 7,000, which I'm okay with as well. But, uh, and I, I like I said, not mention Nurkic. Nurkic at 7,000 is a decent play uh, against an OKC you know, Thunder team that does struggle against the center position. But... Uh, DeAndre Ayton at seventy two hundred would be my preferred center play honestly uh, I do think they have to rely on him to do some of the scoring we just saw him put put up a series of you know forty plus point games he had three forty plus uh well forty three plus point games uh in a row just uh just recently so uh i i i think he's a definitely a, a nice play there at just seventy two hundred Matisse thiable at four thousand is a guy also that jumps out to me. Uh, stepped into quite a big role there when Malcolm Rogdon went down. So I do think you can look at Thiable at 4,000 as well, as well as Kamara. Um, let me see if I can say his name correctly. Tumani Kamara at 4,200. Um, you know, I see the upside there, just the minutes are there. He's, he hasn't really been producing a lot of stats in those minutes is the problem, but um, there's, you know, he, there's always a chance he can. So uh, I do like those guys. On the Lakers' side, I like me some. I think go, you know, go LeBron James or Anthony Davis, cool. Uh, James is questionable. I think Davis is also, he's probable. So if there's no LeBron James, um, you know, obviously that will open up some things here, like a Torian Prince at 4,100 probably be a nice play. Uh, Rui Hachimura at 4,700 would probably be a really nice play as well. Um, we're expecting Anthony Davis to play. He would be an okay play as well against a pretty crappy team, and, and they probably name him a little bit more without um, LeBron James. So those are the guys I would look at. But if LeBron James is healthy, there's only one guy that kind of sticks out to me, out to me and that is uh Austin Reeves at 6,200. And I just think, you know, I know he got slipped into that six-man role in the last one, but he still played 35 minutes and scored 15 points. He had 11, 11 shots, so um still a big enough role for me, and I think a big enough upside play that uh he had seven assists, too, which is really nice, uh, that I do want to go ahead and uh, slide him into my roster. So, That's it, guys. That's going to do it. That is our uh, NBA DFS Today pod for Sunday. I'm Keith Cork. Follow me on Twitter at at EthosKeith. And until next time, hey, go get that money.